When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. the lakers fast break podcast it's gerald glasser coming right back at you here from lakers fast break pop culture cosmos inside sports fantasy football and game source we truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows and if you can please give us a five star review on apple Podcasts. plus if you can like share subscribe follow or do anything that you can to support us right here at the lakers fast break pop culture cosmos Inside Sports Fantasy Football and Game Source, plus the great guys at Lakerholics.com, the best place to go for the conversation that is the Los Angeles Lakers, and of course, the many basketball podcasts at the Hoop Heads Podcast Network. It is sincerely appreciated. And thank you so much already for the thumbs up on Facebook. Felix V, great to have you here. Everybody's coming into the chat board now. Already see the great comments. Oh, yeah, and we can't do anything easy. But still, it is a victory for the Los Angeles Lakers as LeBron, Dennis Schroeder, and Anthony Davis return to the lineup. And we start, for times during the course of the game, we start to look more like the team that looks like a heavy favorite to go into the playoffs as a champion. And hopefully they will come out as a champion. But they did look at times like the team that we know and love and some other times that they didn't. But here today to talk about the game and LeBron's great performance in the closing minutes after the team went on, uh, I guess, like a four and a half, almost five minute run without scoring in the fourth quarter. They had built up to lead to 14, 15 points and it had whittled all the way down to three because of that drought. But LeBron James closes out the game really strong, 24 points, eight assists, seven rebounds in his return in 28 minutes. Anthony Davis. 36 minutes, 28 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists as well, 2 steals. Dennis Schroeder, 14 points in his return. Andre Drummond, 11 points and 15 rebounds. And KCP, 13 points added on, along with some bench scoring from THT and Montrezl Harrell. Decent game for the Lakers, especially scoring-wise. On the defensive end, pretty shaky. But here today to talk about the game as a good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today at medium.com and also lakerholics.com the place to go for the best in conversation for the los angeles lakers it is laker tom and laker tom as Renz and d and felix and v you know they're all saying and on the chat board right now the king is truly back 
Well, that was a great game by LeBron. And the best news of all is that he said he had no setback today. He felt just a tiny bit of soreness at the end of the game, but uh, definitely a really positive sign. And there were several plays where I thought he was taking off on that ankle and, and was really soaring high in the air. And it was good to see, finally, our starting lineup come out and the five guys who were going to start probably in the playoffs actually be on the court for the first time. All of them were in double digits. The offense looked good. There were a few sloppy passes. The defense obviously needs uh, some effort. But we saw the things that we were hoping were developing and that we saw signs of in the last few games, uh, namely that LeBron and AD both look like they're fully healthy now. looks like they're going to be back and playing at the level that they were last year in the playoffs. And I think most importantly, Andre Drummond continues to have a third or fourth straight game um, where he's pulled a double-double off. In this case, 15 rebounds, 11 points. You know, a few of those shots that you just wonder what the heck he was doing with the ball at that point in time. A few missed bunnies and so forth, but the size is kind of daunting. He had a couple of good blocks. Overall, you got to be really happy with the performance of the Lakers and the fact that they look healthy. I think we're pretty well stuck in the seventh seed because the, uh, well, let's, no so let's go over the scenario here in a second. Yeah. Okay. Okay. First off, the schedule has changed a little bit. It is going to be staggered out. The games are not all going to be played at the same time, but they are going to be played in relative groups. And the group that the Lakers are most concerned about for tomorrow is going to take place around 6 p.m. So people need to go ahead and check out that, I believe, 6 p.m. Pacific time that is going to take place. And I'm going to check right now. Yeah, it is Pacific time. And it is going to include the Los Angeles Lakers at New Orleans, who will have several of their star players out of the game. So the Lakers do not have any excuses there. They should they should win that game. You know, even if there are certain players that are not going to go ahead and be back to back, you know, maybe one of the two Lakers might sit down, but there are several New Orleans Pelicans who will not be involved in the game. In fact, Williamson, I think Ingram, you know, Ball, all these players, there's going to be a bunch of Pelicans that are not in the lineup. There should be no excuse for the Lakers not to win. But the Lakers need to win, and Portland needs to lose tomorrow with Denver in order to go ahead and get the sixth seed. And all these games are going to be going on tomorrow around 6 p.m. Pacific time. So please, if you got to go ahead and do some scoreboard watching, that's the time to do it. Earlier in the day, the Eastern Conference teams, for the most part, are going to be battling out. And then there's one game. At 12.30 tomorrow, that's also important to the Lakers, and that's Memphis at Golden State, which will decide who will be the eighth seed. And if the Lakers do not get out of the seventh seed, that will also decide who they play in the play-in as well. So very important for everybody to go ahead and do some scoreboard watching tomorrow, or if they can, if they have league pass, do so as well. Again, great comments on our comment board already. Just major props to everyone out here who came in time. Major props to everyone out there in the Philippines. Hope you're all safe and happy out there as we go ahead on our weekend here. But here today to talk about the game as well. A great performance offensively. Defensively, <laughs> you know, that's got to come back a little bit as well. Is a good man indeed. You got to go ahead and check out the great comments that he provides at Lakerholics.com. It is L. Rob. And L. Rob, my good friend, I want to tell you right now, 
it's great to have LeBron back. Dennis Schroeder getting back into shape. You could tell he looked a little tired. His, his shots were short today, but you know, good to have him back in the lineup. And it's starting to look a little bit better for Lakers fans right now. Yes, it was uh, exciting to see the, the old gang back together again. Or yeah. Really, it's the first time. First time they've been together. Is, right? is it the first time? Maybe not, but they haven't played more than one. One or two games with Drummond. I think it is uh, the first time. I think it's time. the first time, isn't it? Yes. Okay. That all of them mm-hmm. are back. AD, LeBron. Yeah, it's, it's okay. The first time out there that we have had the lineup, the starting, the starting lineup, lineup, that is going to be the projected starting lineup for the playoffs. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I didn't like to see them bring – LeBron and all those guys back in the fourth, but I understand the need to kind of build a little continuity with Drummond along playing alongside Davis and LeBron. So, but yeah, it was a good game. Exciting. AD, you know, great to see him continue to be on a tear and be aggressive and set the tone. And LeBron didn't have too much rust, so he looked good. Like you mentioned, Dennis was the only one who looked like he uh, struggled and was laboring out there. Um, so it was good. THT fit in good with the guys. Cool's kind of reverted to, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with the rest of these guys out here. Should I yeah. shoot it? Pass it? Do I drive? I mean, so um, he's got to kind of, you know, get back in his groove. But yeah, it's an exciting game. You don't know, you don't know what you could take away from playing them. You know, these these teams that, you know, are playing one or two starters and the rest of the guys are bench guys or G leaguers. So. But you take a W, Lakers, you know what they got to do, just um, kind of grinding and getting re- getting ready for whatever uh, postseason bring, whether it's the play-in game or the, um, the regular postseason. So check it off the mark game and move on. V wants me to go ahead and give Dudley all back tonight. Uh, I don't know about that. You know, we'll, we'll wait and see on Mr. Dudley. But I will say that your big props out there, to, again, to everybody on the chat board. Ren said that it's important to see all the Lakers healthy. AC was still out of the game. Alex Caruso was not uh, in the game because of his ankle still. But uh, hopefully we can get him back soon. I also want to go ahead and say that she will cook adobo for all of us if the Lakers win the championship. And you know what? As a individual here who has a Filipino wife, adobo is welcome in this household anytime. That's for sure. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Hey, hoop heads. We all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com. Spelled A-R-Y-S-E. And use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E dot com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. But again, it was the Lakers winning 122 to 115. Laker Tom, I want to hit you up with this. You know, it is still the Lakers getting back together. It's going to take some time to work out the kinks. I flip-flopped on this. Should the Lakers 
be playing that play-in game or should they try to play tomorrow to win and hope that they get the sixth seed? I went this last night at dinner with a few Lakers fans, friends of mine, and we went back and forth on this. I really think that the rest and time for practice is better. I flip-flopped on it from, you know, let's get some reps. Now I'm on with your side, Laker Tom. I think that the Lakers should try to play for the sixth seed tomorrow. They should try to go ahead and get that week off so that they could go ahead and get some practice in and, and play really strong and have no excuses for fatigue or anything like that going into the first round of playoffs. I don't think it's in their hands. I think that the Denver Nuggets don't want to play the Lakers. And the Denver Nuggets are going to, you know, throw the game tomorrow night. They're going to tank and they're going to let the uh, – they're probably not going to play anybody and they're going to they're going to, they're going to let the Blazers win because they definitely don't want to have a show off against the Lakers. Um, and, you know, it's, it's kind of funny that we've seen – and it's a strange combination at the end of the season because everybody was really excited about how the play-in tournament was going to – keep teams from tanking and in a certain way because there are more teams involved in the whole situation and and people are playing for their positions and trying to avoid certain teams it's almost like there's more tanking and you mix that with the fact that a lot of teams still got guys who are injured who aren't 100% back you know and it's it's kind of disappointing you know I mean like the Clippers not playing any starters I mean how doesn't the league have some rules that you have to you know yeah, they're very indiscriminate who they don't find in regards to yeah. that. You know, you see, you see every now and then them find some teams for not playing to the rules as far as right. who they sit out, who they don't. And then the other times they let anybody have all their players out. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's kind just, of funny. Yeah, it's, it's anyway, very hypocritical. Anyway, I, 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 you know, I, Double standard. I still think that the there's no way that Denver wants to play the Lakers. They're going to tank that game for sure. The league is the games that are televised. So, I mean, if your game isn't uh, nationally televised, you can see it whoever you want in the league. I guess they can't, they can't see the box scores or they can't have, they don't have access to the games that aren't, they aren't showing because they never, don't seem like they ever find or or take any action uh, against guys unless it's a a game to televise. Well, Vogel says the Lakers goal is to just win as many games as they can to get the team playing well, and they don't care whether they're seventh or sixth. And I think, in in essence, that's probably true. They also realize that it's probably not in their control. The Clippers have already, you know, put their weight on one one hand on the scale, and uh, you know the Nuggets are going to put their hand on the other end of the scale. Hmm. Uh, nobody wants to play the Lakers, and especially when they see LeBron back healthy and AD AD in the first half of this game. Boy, he really looked good. Nobody wants to play the Lakers at this point in time, and I think they'll do anything they can to avoid being in the Lakers bracket, if at all possible, by whatever they do over the next, the remaining day and a half that we've got of the season left. But it's good news for Laker fans, you know. I mean, I feel very optimistic about the team. There was a post where somebody put up the five best plays for the last week, uh, on, and I posted that on Lakerholics this tweet. And it was really remarkable because the, each one of the plays was was a buzzer beater, great play by one of our role players, somebody other than LeBron James, Anthony Davis in a couple of situations, Kuzma, uh, THT, and Wes Matthews, all making championship quality clutch plays that that we saw in the last week. 
And that's six guys basically coming in. And when you count Caruso's excellent two games of 17 and 18 points. So the Lakers, you know, it's been, it's been one of those horrible seasons where the injuries just seem to string out last a lot longer than everybody expected, but coming down the stretch now, it doesn't matter to me where we play. I feel pretty confident that the Lakers are going to be in there in the championship and they have just as good a shot as anybody else. Uh, I said it maybe last week that I thought the field had overtaken the Lakers. If you were going to pick who was going to win the Lakers or some other team, uh, I think it swung back in the favor of the Lakers now over 50% chance that the Lakers are going to repeat and, you know, 55 to 45, wow. 60 to 40, something wow. like that. Well, let me ask you this, L. Rob. The defense today obviously was not there yet, and it's something that now they have to get to learn to play with each other because it was the first game that they were all with each other. And that's something that I think was lacking at times. And then, of course, that fourth quarter period, there was that four-and-a-half-minute time where they just were not being able to score, and that's when Indiana came back into the game. Are you concerned at all, or you think it's just going to take time for them to mesh to get that defensive thing? Because, again, it comes down to who is the third player for the Lakers, and if it's going to be anything like last year, the third player for the Lakers needs to be the defense once again. Yeah, I'm not concerned on the, on the defensive end. Not at all. I think today's lack of defense was um, somewhat the Lakers playing cautious, don't want to get injured. You see rebounds laying on the floor, guys not going after it, not being aggressive because they might bump into somebody else. Really, defense I'm not really worried about. Four-quarter loss and lack of movement. I mean, we've been seeing that ever since LeBron's been on the Lakers, so that's nothing new. Just what he does, he's running the show, and he's got a tendency to just, you know what, I'm going to take it, I'm going to do my one-on-one thing. Unless the coach calls a play up, he's going to, you know, that's kind of what we're going to have to live with. Uh, So far, so good, though. He usually delivers more often than not. You will see AD at the five a lot in in coming down the stretch in some of those games, so that'll help some, you know, having a smaller lineup in there. But, yeah, that's pretty much on LeBron. It's like, you know, get some movement. Have some guys, you know, get some movement. But that's – yeah, so I'm very concerned about that. That's that's how we play. Coming yeah. down the street, a lot of games, and we have droughts. Because I don't think we're going to be able to outscore every single team. If we go to a mentality, okay, we're just going to outscore you, I don't think that's a, a good recipe, Laker Tom. I mean, what do you think? I mean, I think it's just going to take some time for the defense to mesh and these players to work with each other and maybe some practices. That's why I'm thinking now that I'm hoping that the Lakers can squeak into the sixth spot. Obviously, I'm not counting on it, but I'm hoping that they can squeak in the sixth spot just because they can have that week to practice, to get used to each other so they can mesh on the defensive end. I mean, not the offensive end. Obviously, we saw today that the offense can be there if they're in the lineup. I mean, you know, we we could barely even score baskets when they were out of the lineup, but you can see how much AD and LeBron affects them offensively. But again, the key to the Lakers winning the championship, in my opinion, is defense. And I think it's going to take some time for them to work that out. I actually kind of agree with Lee that it isn't going to be a problem defensively. I think we've seen the Laker put the clamps on. I think one of the issues will be, what Frank Vogel does to close out games, because as well as I think Andre Drummond seems to be fitting in there by his elite rebounding and being able to post the double-double for the third straight game in a row, he gets lost in the rotations. If the other team keeps moving the ball around a lot, Andre ends up in the wrong spot. And that's the weak 
link in our defense to close games out with that starting lineup. So I'm hoping that that will revert to the normal situation. I was glad to see the day that we did play some AD at the five and and uh, not having Harrell or or uh, Gasol didn't even play, not having Harrell or or Drummond in the game. And I think that that's going to still be the way that we'll close out games. So I'm, you know, I, I, the one thing that's been consistent all year long, you know, and, and sure you have the quarters or the halves or even old games where the team doesn't play great defense, but even without LeBron and AD, they, they were still like fourth or fifth in defensive ratings. So I'm pretty confident that the defense is going to be fine. I think that's Vogel's strength. And as long as he closes games out, with uh, a defensive-oriented team with 80 at the five, I think we'll be fine. The challenge will be against, can Drummond continue to contribute offensively, dominate the boards? If he can get 15 rebounds and 12 to 15 points every game, he's going to be a factor because we didn't have we didn't have a big man who could do that in the previous in- instances. The one problem that, uh, that Frank is going to face is that we've got 12 guys that can contribute. And each series, it's going to be probably a different eight or nine that are going to get most of the minutes. And so the rotations, I said in one of the comments that I made on Lakerholics.com that this is a sort of a transcendent season for Frank Vogel because if he can be a master at making the right substitutions and matching up against the teams that we play in each series with this big toolbox he's got of talent, that's got 12 players who can contribute and have contributed at key points in time. If he can really make all of the adjustments so that every movie makes is the right move. Like he did last year, we're going to win a championship and Frank is going to have see himself elevated into the elite group of coaches along with Spolstra pops and all of the guys that always get the praise as these are the coaches whose future is secure. They're future hall of fame coaches. And Frank Vogel has a chance to elevate himself into that group. Traditionally, any coach of LeBron James is pretty much ignored. And, and you feel like, you know, the rest of the media tends to look at this as a guy who just rolls the ball out on the floor because he's got so many superstars in there with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. But it's a lot more than that, as we've seen as the as the way Frank managed the team last year in the playoffs. And I think he's got an opportunity this year to really elevate himself in the coaching stratosphere and 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 really help the Lakers win a championship. And I think it's going to be on him a lot of it because we've got 12 guys who can contribute and you got to that's going to be a real challenge to figure out which are going to be the 8 or 9 in each one of these series coming up all the way through to the finals we're signaling the ref for a quick timeout but we'll be back with more of the Lakers fast break podcast check out what's been going on with the pop culture cosmo show and the PCC Multiverse. My last movie that I saw in the theaters was The Last Skywalker. I know. Condolences to me. Wow, man. Nice. I I just had talked about that, and I completely forgot that I saw that movie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't speak great things about it, I suppose. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Well, I'll tell you what, it's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. L. Rob, before we head on out, because it's going to be a shorter one today, 
I do want to mention that this weekend there is going to be the inductions of the Hall of Fame for the 2020 class and also the 2021 class. I want to go ahead and hear your thoughts on, obviously, Mr. Kobe Bryant. I know there's people that are so happy for Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, Rudy Tomjanovich, Mike Breen, Michael Wilbon, so many other names, great names that are going. Kim Mulkey, she's going to be inducted as well. But I think everybody is centering around the late Kobe Bryant and his induction to the Hall of Fame. I want to hear your thoughts on Kobe Bryant entering officially the Hall of Fame and the fact that the NBA has announced that they're dedicating a portion of the Hall of Fame and actually an own wing to the greatness that is Kobe Bryant, which that really got me. That really got me when I heard that announcement. And I'm so happy for the Bryant family that the NBA is going to honor the greatness that is Kobe Bryant this week. Yeah, I'm looking forward to um, watching it. It's definitely going to be very emotional, I know, for me. You know, we I mean, we've lived all those great moments with Kobe and you've seen him come from a teenager all the way to, uh, you know, one of the greatest players to ever play and his family, raising a wonderful family and, you know, to see his life in so tragically. We were blessed to see one of the best to ever do it, one of the greatest competitors. So it's going to be very emotional for, I think, basketball fans in general but especially for us Lakers fans. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking, uh, looking forward to it. And yeah, it's going to be tough, a, t- a tough watch. Um, yeah. It's sure. great. It's, it's sort of great that he's going to have uh, Vanessa there and she's going to then put the hall of fame uh, jacket on her, on, on his daughter, his oldest daughter and just honoring Kobe and Gigi. I've coached my granddaughters for seven or eight years now in CYO and AAU basketball, and they loved Kobe. They loved Kobe because of, he was a girl dad. You know, it was kind of funny that you got this guy who had probably one of the most cutthroat competitive urges of anybody I've ever known. You know, I mean, he used to say that he his kids wouldn't even play Monopoly with him because he was just too brutal. And then you find him, you know, like LeBron said during the, the ceremonies honoring him at Staples that he never saw Kobe as happy as he was those last three years spending his time with Gigi and, and the whole Mambasita thing and and uh, really, really finally coming to rest because a lot of guys, when they're competitive like that and they're considered the best player in the universe at their point in time, when they retire, it's like a sudden different thing. It's all of a sudden that they don't have the same adulation, the thrill of winning the games and so forth. And then to have his daughter come to him and say, you know, hey, dad, will you buy me league pass so I can watch the games? And he didn't even have league pass going, you know, and it was to see him get all involved again and so forth. And and then the tragedy of that all getting cut short, you know, by the helicopter crash. It'll be great to see Kobe getting his honor. And and like, like Gerald said, the, the whole idea that there's going to be this this entire wing of the Hall of Fame that's going to be dedicated to Kobe. You know, we've dedicated Lakerholics.com to Kobe and Gigi when we built the new site and uh, and they'll always be part of the family and there will always be Kobe Bryant posts happening in Lakerholics.com for as long as I'm alive, I'll say that much. And I'm sure it's going to continue with whoever takes over after I'm gone. So yeah. rest in peace, Kobe. You'll yeah. You'll be with us always. I just find myself the last few days just kind of um, going back over his career and, you know, remember the summer league when he first got drafted. Remember the, the air balls, the first oh, air balls yeah. in the playoffs yeah. against Utah? Yeah. 
the playoff air draws. I mean, even the summer league, first summer league, you found out he was unguardable. Guys, I mean, he would shoot like 12, 15 free throws because guys could not stay in front of him. And then, yeah, the first year, like you say, he shoots the air balls in Utah and, and Lakers get bounced out. But, you know, they 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 um, asked uh, Dale here, hey, why did you go with him? He was like, because I, I have confidence in him. He, he's our best one-on-one player, and that's what I wanted to do at the end of that game. And, yeah. And, you know, then the All-Star game, you know, I mean, he got voted All-Star as a, as a off the bench. I don't know how many times that's happened in league history, but he wasn't starting the second year when he got voted as an All-Star game. And, and uh, waving off Carl Malone and all the criticism he took for, you know, who is he? How can he wave off, uh, you know, this 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 great player? And I mean, but that was Kobe. Kobe had more confidence in his abilities than than anybody else. So, I mean, all the battle. It's interesting the different. It's interesting the different generations of Lakers fans that we have. There's a few of them like me and maybe you that have have gone through the. You know, I mean, I I first watched, started watching the Lakers when it was Jerry West and Elgin Baylor. So I went yeah. through the Weston Baylor era. Then I went through the Wilt and Jerry. Wilt and Jerry, I, not the yeah. 60s Lakers. I didn't as much, but the, yeah, early 70s, Wilt, Jerry, Happy Harris. And then, you know, Showtime, Showtime was, Showtime was, was magic, man. I mean, magic all the way around. And you, and you just, you know, you, and, and I know there were a lot of, a lot of fans that, that magic and Showtime was the first time they really got a, a view of Lakers legacy and so forth. And then you get the, the you know the Kobe and Shaq and the Kobe and Kobe and Powell era and so forth. And then you go through the seven years that we just went through before we got LeBron and and go through all of those things. And there's probably now a whole new generation of Laker fans whose memories are going to be from LeBron. Yep. LeBron and AD, you know, and then and then if you look down the road, I mean, one of the things that I that I really think is going to happen this year is I think that, and I know you and I have had difference of opinion on this. I think this is going to be Anthony Davis's year. I think that Anthony yeah. Davis is going to become the team's MVP in the finals, and I think LeBron is going to engineer that. He's going to feed him the ball, and he's going to you know he's going to average well over thirty points a game. I think in the finals this year. No, we don't disagree on that. I think that has to happen for the Lakers to it's gotta win. Happen. It's got to happen at sometime yeah. in the next two or yeah. three years. Yeah. Why not this the year? Time. Now's the time. LeBron's missed a lot of games in two of the last three years. So There's nothing that would help energize the rest of LeBron's career, I think, than seeing Anthony really take take that mantle from him, take the baton from him, and really yeah. you know, become almost unstoppable. That's what I'm hoping we're seeing a little bit of in the competitive it's tough when you go through a long regular season like Anthony did with a short turnaround and you don't have any time off and you're injured coming off of the playoffs uh, and you got a compressed schedule where you don't get any practice time or extra days off. You're playing back-to-backs left and right. And frankly, he didn't really have a great season. You know, he wasn't playing. He wasn't yeah, he playing wasn't up engaged. to your level. You, you, could, you could tell he wasn't as engaged. But, you know, the signs, the signs in the last few games that he's come back and so forth, the way he played in the first half with the 17 points that he poured in, boy, I mean, yeah. if he and LeBron can play to the level, and a lot of it last year was shooting. Their shooting and their individual defense, both of them, really set the Lakers to another whole level than they had played even during before the even before the suspension, you know, when we were second best team in the league behind Milwaukee. 
there's a general feeling that I have that everything's starting to come up Lakers right now. And I think yeah, that- you, are, you are very optimistic. I'm usually optimistic, but I think you even out trump me this time because you said about 55% chance you can see them winning it. So, so that's, that's good. I, all of us have always said that the key to us winning is LeBron and AD being healthy and playing yeah. at their peak. Yeah. But and, like you said, it's going to be up to Vogel to maneuver because yeah. we got, you got so many different pieces. Uh, Tween, Tween didn't play today and we know AC is out. Was Casal uh, just a coach's decision did not play? I guess no. so. I think this was a game no. where he have some ability to score and Trez, nine points, nine rebounds. He played good. We just, our defense when Trez is in there, it's like, you know. Uh, yeah. That's really the problem with closing with one of our centers, you know, because Gasol is not athletic enough. And Trez and Drum basically just don't have that sort of sense of who's on the floor, where yeah. they are on the floor, and so yeah. forth, that AD yeah. does. You know, you watch AD and it's when they play that trapping, switching defense, and, and it often, off, very often, if you watch it closely, you'll see that there, there are multiple exchanges, multiple switches on a lot of plays, especially when a big man cuts through the center or a guard cuts through the center. They're passing that guy off to, to another defender and so forth. And when you make all of those types of rotations and moves, that's when teamwork really counts. You can't play yeah, defense on a string. Yeah. yeah, you can't play defense on a string unless everybody is on the same page. Yeah, and Drummond's just not there yet. I don't know if he. Yeah. Can. I don't um, know if he maybe he can get. You know, you know. I didn't think he could get there offensively, Lee. And yet, the last three games, I've switched it around. Now, I, I, I definitely think Drummond should start. He's a, yeah, he's you know, and I, I, I didn't feel that way before. So I, I basically felt that he couldn't really fit in because of clogging up the paint and so forth. I really wanted to see Gasol out there, but the did, more that I'm like watching him now. Did you like to play when Drummond was like a pulling guard and he just kind of boxed his man all the way out of bounds and let LeBron drive all the way to the hoop? <laughs> That's always one of the unappreciated benefits of a big man who knows how to screen. It is, it is almost, it's almost like on a, on a long run, even from scrimmage, you know, where you've got guys who just know how to get in the way. And it's something that you try to teach kids and playing basketball that, you know, when you're on a fast break, you can still get in the way of, of defenders trying yeah. to get back to help out, you know, and yeah. in, in, in the NBA, that's a, there's a lot of times where you see a guy get a drive to the lane. And if the big, if your center can block off the other center from getting over there, and that's an easy two points. Maybe I'm being too hard on him because he hasn't had any time with LeBron. He has had very little time with AD. It's a different style that he's never played before. I've been impressed with the fact that when he gets a rebound down low and there's two or three guys around him, He's not a, he's not at all hesitant to throw the ball out to an open player to shoot it. He's not going up there with bad habits that he might have had earlier in Detroit, you know, where he'd just take everything back up immediately, regardless of what quality the shot was and so forth. So I think that that's really an important aspect of how he can really help the Lakers. I mean, there were not some nice plays involving, you know, LeBron, AD, and Andre today that, you know, where passes were going there. A couple of, couple a of lobs that he was able yeah. to finish on. Getting him involved in the offense. Like LeBron, you know, gave him some lobs. And we were talking about it before LeBron came back. 
Caruso and some of the other guys couldn't find him when he was open. But you see how he, I mean, you see how with LeBron with his height and his vision, he was able to throw over the top yeah. and, and find Drummond for a couple and, of years. And to put it right where where Dre yeah. could easily dunk it. Easy finish. And and as a result, that that raises Drummond's level of defense, that raises his level of engagement. That you gotta give him that, some, um, you gotta give him some touches inside. You can't just totally ignore yeah. him. I mean, even yeah. even when it was JaVel McGee or Dwight Howard, they always deserved a touch yeah, here and there inside here. So let me ask you this. You know, that law that the Lakers went through, I know Dennis wasn't in the game, and I think he can help them some because his ability to create and get to the basket and create his own shot, I think, you know, that team didn't have another person who could do that. So LeBron, that won't always be on LeBron coming down the stretch in some of those games. So maybe – you know, maybe once Dennis is back in, in his groove, um, that'll help us some. So just don't want to see him shooting as many threes as he shot today. I'm just going to kind of yeah. chalk that up to him. Well, a couple of them were clock threes where he was really yeah. a little further out than his push shot really works. And I love the way that they move the ball. You know, I mean, yeah. I hear all of the criticism that their coach is going to get fired, but that team moved the ball really well. And 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 they they – shredded our art defense in a lot of plays and it was the it was that quick touches and the moving of the ball and not having the ball stick and one of the things that i thought when you yeah. talk about dennis's ability i liked it when we were playing the, the idea that the ball would go to lebron and he'd immediately give it back to dennis or you know and and there was a lot of there was a lot of movement with a feeling that we weren't going to just stick there and stand around and when AD and LeBron start standing around, that's when we really get stagnant on offense. And I think that's what happened in the fourth quarter. You know, we just started settling for a shot and sort of milking the clock a little bit. And, you know, you always risk things when you start playing differently than got you the lead when you're trying yeah. to hold the lead. It almost always backfires on you. So I'd like to see the Lakers have a little more activity, a little more cutting, a little more passing the ball. Having the ball not stick anywhere. As long as that ball is continuing to move, your defense is forced to move, you know? And that's basically what happened to the Lakers' defense tonight. There was just a lot of motion by McConnell. I mean, he I don't know what uh, what his availability is down the road, but uh, I know Gerald at one point had been pushing to trade for him, and yeah. he would be a hell of a backup point guard on any team. Yeah, um, yeah he's such a smart player, and he's a pest. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. We'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the world champion, Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Well, I'll tell you what, you live by the air conditioner here in Vegas. You die by the air conditioner here in Vegas. As I've just been told, I have to go ahead and get one fixed, my main one. As just went out and bit the dust. Ooh. I have the guy here. He's checking it now Ooh. and has told me not a lot of good news in regards to that. Mm. But there is good news for Lakers fans out there. And with the return of LeBron, AD, 
Dennis Schroeder, all back to the lineup. And we have the starting lineup that we finally needed right now. But guys, it's been great talking to you both for the limited time I was here. And I thank you so much for cooperating and keeping the fans interested out there listening. If you have any questions for L. Rob or Laker Tom, the best place to go is Lakerholics.com. The best place to go for conversation for anything Los Angeles Lakers. Also as well, if you want to email us, LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com. If you want to reach out to us on Twitter at Lakers Fast Break and at Laker Tom, you want to go ahead and check out all the great shows that we're doing. In fact, all the great stuff that we're doing out there as well. I do the Pop Culture Cosmos and, of course, all the great basketball shows that are available right now at the Hoopheads Podcast Network at hoopheadspod.com. Laker Tom, our 15th is back. Uh, you've got a fan, a Jared Dudley fan <laughs> there in V Garcia. Hey, v. Yep, he's out in Texas. We've got L Rob in Michigan. We've got me in Nevada. We got you in Northern California. We're all over as Lakers fans. We've got our great fans in the Philippines here as well. I do want to mention again that the Lakers did win 122 to 115, and it sets up an important evening tomorrow. And we will be here once again right after the New Orleans Pelicans game. And we will be here to talk about all the different scenarios, all the things that's going down. I will also have additional shows next week before the play-in games in regards to season-ending awards. I'm also going to go ahead and do a deep dive into the play-in tournament before that happens. And, of course, we will also do a breakdown at the end of the week in regards to the playoffs itself. So look for that. And of course, if the Lakers are involved in the playoff tournament, we will go ahead and cover that as well. V Garcia says, great job once again, guys. Have a good one. Till next time, we wish you well, V. Thank you so much to Renz, Felix, everybody that got a chance to watch us. Jamie Sweet, Admiral Akbar, we miss you. Mr. Pooty King himself, come back <laughs> down here. Or am I Pooty? I'm the Pooty. That's right. I'm just the Pooty. That's right. According to Jamie Sweet. But someone accept me in the Lakerholics page, please. LOL. We'll go ahead and do so, V. I'll reach out to you today and make sure that gets covered for you. We do have the Lakerholics group on Facebook, so definitely we'll get you squared away on that as well. But once again, it is the Lakers 122 to 115. We will be back tomorrow with all the scenarios covered for you. And make sure that you know and you're up to date on what's going on with the Los Angeles Lakers as they head into the playoffs right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.